Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. I'm gonna move out on the outskirts of town. Around Christmas last year, the main street of Ugara, New South Wales, was underwater. A bit of a change from the 10 years of drought that Ugara had been experiencing, and it made me wonder if we really know what's been happening in other towns. I love small towns. The smaller, the better, the more intriguing. They're so far removed from what I've known. On one travel agent site, it lists the 100 best towns in Australia. Number one is Yamba, New South Wales. Number two, Esperance, WA. Three is Port Douglas in Queensland. I think Australia's tiny towns out in the country have an amazing charm about them that you just can't resist, no matter how alive or dead they seem to be. And it's worth detouring off the freeway to explore their history. Someone who blogged the travel site with the top 100 who lives in the Alice said that they can't imagine living anywhere else but Alice Springs. In fact, there are jobs galore apparently in the Alice, according to that guy. So we're going to have a look at life in the country this week. And Ugara, for example, has quite a history. The site of Australia's oldest gold robbery in 1862. A stagecoach held up nearby as bush ranger Frank Gardner and his gang stole a load of gold headed from Forbes to Bathurst. By the way, if you're related to a bush ranger, the locals say they don't hold a grudge. In fact, they'd love to meet you. Tom Perry's a local who would love to meet you if you're related to one of Australia's bush rangers, I'm sure. He was born in Ugara in 1941 and has been there since. I spoke to Tom at the Central Hotel Ugara. Tom, how long were your parents here? All their lives, nearly. That's how good a place it is, see? <laughs> I'm gonna move out on the outskirts of town. Were there a lot more people back then or was it pretty much the same? Pretty much the same all along, I think. It just fluctuates a bit. We're close enough to Rounders Creek now, I suppose. How many? Going on 600. Wool, wheat, fat lamb and marble for the new Parliament House in the 80s, a 10-year drought, and then the flood which brightened things up for some people. We had two inches of rain here the other day. That made it <laughs> that top of all the rest we had last year, about 25 inches. Around about the biggest one was on the 26th of December, the day after Christmas Day. Around all around about two or three weeks around about then. And then before that it was just dust. And then it's been kicking along pretty good ever since. Well, we won't seem to be a lot happier anyway, put it that way. I saw the post office here is for sale. They want to retire and do the round Australia, the grain nomads. This little bush post office now, they're very hard to sell. What does he want for it? Yeah, about 300 grand. That's a good little business, but you just got to be... You're in a little country town, that's it. And the cafe across the street is empty? The lady that had been there for about seven, eight, nine years, and she just wanted to move on, I think. And the owner wanted to sell it, which it hasn't eventuated yet 12 months later, but anyway, it's a thing we miss in the town. 
Not a lot you can do about it. A lot of people don't want to take them things on nowadays. When I was driving around the town, I noticed a handful of new homes uh, in one area. A lot of people come here and buy houses here and retire here. Others just mainly, it's a lifestyle. As you can see, it's very laid back and slow with most of us. I've <laughs> pretty got that well worked out. <laughs> It's the way it goes in a country town. The young farm kids don't seem to want to carry on the father's farm. They head to the mines or the city. The Holden dealership that was there after World War II closed down because of the bigger dealerships. When I visited the Ugara Museum in a desolate main street, I met Jenny, who volunteers there. She's had various careers with her husband over the years. They've had bus runs and hotels. They moved to Ugara 14 years ago to enjoy living in a tiny town in retirement. And she's seen significant changes just in that 14 years. Well, we, yes, we, we are sort of at the end of the line of the Kabon Council. And so I suppose as with um, lots of people, we complain about the Kabon Council sort of not giving Yugara enough attention. Um, Yugara gets a lot of, I suppose you would call it bad publicity as, as being in the flood area. People forget that there's only a small area of Yugara that actually gets flooded and so um, it sort of turns people off a bit um, from actually coming to buy any property here, you know, in the, in the town area. Well, it's a shame, I love the town. Yes, well it's a lovely little place and it's right on the crossroads to, like you can go to Goolagong, Cowra, Young, Canberra, all that way, or you can go to Canoundra and so forth that way, and you can go to Forbes and Parks that way, and off to Orange the other way. So it's it's a shame that it's not being utilised as it could be. And you've seen changes in the last 14 years? Yes, it's, well, yes, there seems to be um, getting less and less here, like less and less facilities. Like what? Well, there just doesn't seem to be as, as much enthusiasm around the place. Um, when we came here, it, it seemed 14 years ago, it was quite a, a vibrant little place. I mean, there's, it's still a very social place and very um, supportive of everything that, that goes on and, and that sort of thing. But, yeah, people just don't seem to have the, the same enthusiasm for keeping things... Yeah, why? I don't really know. I mean, we've just sort of come out of 10 years of drought. That's enough to, you know, knock anybody around. Tom's been through all the changes in Yugara since he was born. The way the trend is now is it's never going to come back. There's just nothing to encourage anyone to come in, apart from retirement. But you don't think Yugara will disappear off the map? No, it'll just stay just, just the way it is. What do you call it? Dormant? Something like that. I loved my time in Yugara, Kudal, Orange and driving through the tiny towns nearby. I think the small towns around Australia have a great charm about them and it's always worth experiencing a couple of nights in them. To detour off the freeway and into these little towns is really rewarding. It does remind me a bit though of when we stop doing something that we used to love to do. We become a bit of a desert land inside. But the beauty is we can be revived inside. I love the words in the book of John, chapter 7, verse 38, that says, if we believe in Jesus, as the scripture says, out of our heart will flow rivers of life. You make me smile.